Hey, you're listening to the Time and Talks podcast. I'm your host, Dejal V. Patel, and this is the place where we have refreshingly real talks about the biggest problems moms face in motherhood and life and the spiritual solutions to solve them. If you're ready to reset your mindset with some major truth bombs, well then, let's dive in. Namaste, Mads and Mamas. I am so happy to be here serving you. And today I have another bonus coronavirus-inspired episode. And today we're pressing the reset button on pandemic stress and anxiety. Now, I know I've talked a lot about anxiety and stress in previous episodes, and please tune into those. There's a lot of wisdom there that you can apply at this time. However, I know that we're experiencing this very unique, very deep overwhelming anxiety on different spectrums of the scale because of this large upheaval due to the coronavirus. So I wanted to address this specific time and the anxiety that's coming up and how to move through this without allowing it to debilitate us. I know that these times are confusing and they're stressful for us all in different ways. I think above all, it's recognizing that as the weeks are passing, the anxiety is not subsiding, that each and every one of us are being faced with our deepest fears. It's manifesting these emotions, this experience, and it's triggering some level of anxiety on some spectrum, whether it's fear of health or fear of our um, anxiety, fear of financial situations or emotional or just things are feeling way too overwhelming which is triggering our stress and reactivity and really this more survival and more reptilian brain within us of like this trying to claw our way um, into keeping ourselves safe and I think we this is an opportunity for us to expand. It's not an opportunity for us to continue to live in a contracted, controlling, like fearful space. And so this COVID-19 outbreak has potentially increased the already living within us stress patterns and anxiety, and it's just magnifying it. And it's time now to truly face our anxiety wherever we are on the spectrum it's time to remind ourselves that we are not powerless that we do have wisdom behind this and we can ride through it we're in the midst of this time where uncertainty is the hardest thing to handle. We don't know how exactly we're going to be impacted or how bad things are going to get and when our, you know, the case is going to peak. And it makes it all too easy to spiral out into this overwhelming dread and panic because things are uncertain and no one can give us answers. And we're really now trying to rely on ourselves to manage our fears and our anxiety and how we're processing this. I think one of the greatest global lessons that we are learning here is that the circumstances of our life is largely out of our control. That so many of us have been trying to control our life, control our schedule, control our kids, and we've created tension. We've created this false sense of security, this safety, and wherever it may be, now this is cracking open. I think it's like a global opening and shifting of our 
our ego, every belief, every pattern, every story, everything that we believe to be true of our worthiness, of what our def- our life purpose is, what we're here to do and how we're meaningful is starting to shatter. And basically, we're all going through our divine spiritual awakening that is unique and particular to us. So comparing our pain to others or comparing our situations to others does not help. Do not put us into these two camps of privileged problems versus unprivileged problems based on our soul age, based on our soul contracts, based on where we are in our spiritual evolution, we're experiencing exactly the awakening that we need to get to the next level. So my journey is going to look different than your journey. You might think that someone else's pain is more more intense than yours. This is not the time to compare our journeys, our stories, our pain, our circumstances. This is the time to fully dive into your circumstance. What is life trying to teach you? How is it trying to open your eyes? What are the fears that are within you that are being exposed so that you can heal and move through them? And so this is happening to each and every one of us that our safety, our thoughts, our belief system is shattering open. And so there is some level of uncertainty and anxiety, like I said, within every single one of us because change is not comfortable. Change can create overwhelm. And the reason that we're seeing certain people are really in a panic and hysteric state versus others are handling the stress differently is simply because of their resilience reserve, their adaptability energy, and how much time they've been investing in their mental health. I think this is a global awakening that it is time to prioritize our mental health through the tools of meditation, Ayurveda, mindful breathing, yoga. It's all this is like a lesson to slow down and to find meaning in the now and to connect with our body, learn how to utilize and function within our body. It's time to read the instruction manual on how to function in this world, how our mind functions, how our body functions, what is stress trying to tell us. Basically, it's our detention (laughs) that from school, it's like you did not read your owner's manual of how to use your brain and your body and your emotions. And now you have to sit down and read it. This is a mandatory timeout suspension from your normal day to day routine. So you focus on this. And so realize that when we, you know, this idea of that we are not in control of our life, there has to be a space of just settling into that, of letting go of this idea, you know, of our culturally obsessed, happiness-seeking society where it's like, you know, happiness is when what I want is what life is bringing us. That's the only time I can be happy. I think it's a recognition just for ourselves and also then to teach our children that large part of life is how to handle unhappiness, how to handle difficult emotions, how to build a resilience reserve so that when situations that are unprecedented, that are surprise, that are create uncertainty, that are out of our control, when those situations arise, which is going to happen because that's why we're here. This is the point 
this is how humans evolve and we spiritually grow is through these surprises and these tests when those situations happen, we are not going to be so debilitated by the situation not being what we want and we're able to reach that space of acceptance. All right, this is happening. My ability to respond to this is limitless. And what can I do next? What is my next step? How are we going to build that grit, that resilience to know what, all right, what's my next step? That sort of solution-seeking mindset versus that, oh my gosh, what is going to happen? Why is this happening what's you know like those worst case scenario like getting caught up in that spiral which doesn't serve us it just keeps us stuck how do we build enough adaptability energy through our connecting to our inner power and our soul the seat of our wisdom how do we connect to that space and be like all right I have the ability to adapt to any situation I am flexible enough that when anything is thrown at me I can shift I can pivot. I can look at things in a different way. I can allow myself to crack open. And so that's what we're seeing the shift. It's not that some people have it easier than you. It's just that some of us have more of a resilience reserve and an adaptability energy that we're tapping into that others of us are now learning to develop that. And I think this is what this time is for is to learning the skills to develop and to create that reserve so that when this happens in the future again, whether it's on a global level or it's on a personal level, like a fender bender, you lose your job or you know something happens like your child gets an F or they don't get into the college of their dreams. You know, whenever anything those curveballs happen, you're going to be able to pivot more intentionally and without it completely creating this chaos and this anxiety and this upheaval within you. I think the first thing that we have to reshift in this whole dynamic is our relationship with stress. Stop looking at it where you have to wage war against stress, that it's it's something that's outside of you, that it's something that is to be scared or to be fearful of or that you're powerless over. Stress is simply when something happens outside of you that feels bigger than what you feel like you can handle, that's when this overwhelm happens. Stress is simply like look at it as the fuel gauge in your car. It's just an indicator of how much your adaptability energy and how much resilience reserve you have. If you're getting into the point of freak out mode, it just means that you're running on empty. There's friction within your system. You are running low on gas. And so you need to refuel yourself with the right meditation tools, breathing exercises, yoga postures to create expansiveness, to find that ease, to find that safety. So just look at stress as a sign. There is friction within my system that I need to lubricate. And how do you lubricate yourself so that you're you're more efficient with your thoughts and your energy and your body is running so that your immune system is powerful is that when we release that and we learn the right tools to slow ourselves down and refuel ourselves. And so one of my greatest passions and my life purposes is to be able to not only give you but your children those tools to know what do I do to refuel myself when I notice that my gauge is going to empty and so stress is simply that red flag it is this beautiful default mechanism that alert that let us know that 
things are getting to the point where you're going to have to address it. So as I have discussed before, according to Ayurveda, there's three different types of stress or red flags that we get that our system needs to be refueled. The first is mental stress. This is the sign of emotions with like anxiety, nervousness, being really fearful and scared. The second is emotional stress. This is a sign when you have emotions like anger, frustration, jealousy, judgment, when you're blaming, when you're projecting, when you're really have a short temper, this is when you have emotional stress. And then there's physical stress, feelings of grief and deep sadness and depression and overwhelming fatigue. This is physical stress. So first is really important to understand what kind of stress that you're experiencing. And right now I think there's this global anxiety, not to say that there's people experiencing grief. There's people who are extremely angry and like really in this fight or fight fight state. So it's recognizing that you are able to use the wisdom that stress is trying to tell you and you are not powerless in the face of stress. And so when we step into understanding our anxiety, we need to uncover what is the tension and the friction trying to explain to us. What do we need to shift here? And whether we consciously or unconsciously know this, we choose to hold on to tension in our bodies and our mind because this is how we feel in control. When we relax, when we expand, when we take deep breaths, when we just allow to surrender, this is when we become vulnerable. And a lot of us are scared to be vulnerable. When we relax, that's when we have to fall into trust, fall into flow. It's like that exercise of like you know you have that trust exercise when you have to fall backwards and believe that someone's going to catch you and so a lot of times we're just tense we're like at the edge and we're like nope nope I got everything under control I got it I have a million things that I'm juggling and we realize that we're juggling glass balls and we're at the verge at any given point one of these balls is going to shatter and then everything is going to like break open and all shit's going to hit the fan. And so we're constantly living in that space of tension and that tension is held on in our body. We feel it when we tense up our chest and tense up our belly and like the way that our shallow breathing. So tenseness becomes our armor and we're holding on to the fear and the worry. And we really want to keep just that vulnerability and that ease at, at away from us because we know that the minute that we start to, to ease into flow, we have to let go. But eventually and inevitably, it fails us. And right now, that's what we're seeing, this mass failure of this constant need of being in control. And we realize that life is not in our control. This one glass ball has shattered and now all the glass balls are falling in our life. And we realized we're coursing with stress hormones through our bloodstream and we're like trying for the dear life of us to stay safe, to to hold on to that false a premise of safety that we have created for us and we're forgetting to just take deep breaths and ease into this and that's why you see a lot of people doing free meditations and like free mindfulness things and I think it's like such a divine blessing that my book is coming out at this time meditation for kids because the universe knew this is what's going to be needed right now not just for parents but for kids these tools to manage emotions and ease anxiety and stay focused what more beautiful divine time than this gift of this book coming out. And so 
we, in our personal life, like up until now, we were holding on, holding on, and we were just one fender bender or one work crisis or one sad and senseless loss away from just falling apart. Now all of that has hit us like a ton of bricks at once. And we, if we don't take care of ourselves and move out of this this acute, like high stress situation, and we stay in this space, it's going to lead to chronic stress. It's going to lead to dis-ease. We are going to get sick. We're not going to be sleeping well. Our immune system is going to get compromised. We are going to really do ourselves a huge disservice mentally and physically if we stay in the space of stress. That's why it is so crucial that we help ourselves not only now, but even once this quarantine time passed, like the mental health issues are still going to be prevalent. I'm just I'm just anticipating that because this is not going to go away. It's going to be some sort of post-traumatic stress disorders and stress anxieties and things that are just going to, because life is never going to be the same after this. And we're going to have to adjust to a new life. And this new, this uncertainty is going to create new challenges and new routines and new, new way of living. We're not going to be able to live with the same ideas and premises and belief systems as we did before. Everything is going to be shattered. So how do we release this tension that we've been holding on to, right? This is the question that we're at right now. We have to know where we're holding on to tension in order to be able to let it go. So the first step in this process of moving out anxiety is to stop and take note of your emotions. And so this is where emotional intelligence and awareness comes in. Like in the book, Meditation for Kids, the simple exercise that we teach is the yummy yucky because that teaches you where what three stress types that you're, you have and where is it live in your body and which one are you experiencing based on the emotions that you're feeling. Anxiety is predominantly mental stress, is predominantly too much energy floating in your mind. It's spiraling out and this energy is the vata dosha energy in Ayurveda. Typically, it's rooted in your legs. It helps you ground down. This is the energy that moves down. However, it's risen up in your mind and it's not meant to be there, so it's spiraling out. However, a lot of times anxiety has other physical aspects. So sometimes people feel anxiety in their chest, tightness of their chest, difficult breathing. Some people have anxiety in their belly. A lot of children, when they're uh, gut issues, right? It's like feeling that super, super tightness in your belly. So recognizing the feeling that you're having. And then the second step is be in your body and feel where the stress and friction is making you feel tense. So even though it's an anxiety thing, maybe your head's spinning, maybe you feel flighty, maybe your head hurts, but you might also be recognizing there's tension in your chest or your belly in your gut area. So really becoming aware, and this is where mindfulness comes in. And so that yummy yucky scan is really important because it's this exercise that helps you tune in to your feelings and your body and what needs to be released. The third step is to lubricate. Now that you know that there's friction, how do we lubricate our system so the energy can flow more frequently, more fluidly and freely? And so for my training, learning the sister sciences of yoga and meditation with Ayurveda, restorative yoga postures opens up the anatomies and welcomes the breath to deeply move in the body. It expands us without even to have to think. The body, when we 
for example, in the book in chapter five is butterfly meditation. This expansive feeling of laying down and doing butterfly pose and doing that scan opens up your body and not only does it trigger the relaxation response it starts to uncover the deeper areas of tightness that we're holding so really taking those belly expansive um, breaths like creating a spacious belly having effortless legs like breathing in from the front of your heart and letting it out like opening up your heart space like having these visualizations um, through the book just like I said, it's not just for children. It helps you visualize and open up the spaces in your bodies and energy centers so that the, the energy can flow more fluidly and rebalance itself. So when we uncover those deep areas of tightness and that friction, then when we do those breathing exercises, when we do the meditation, we focus and bring our prayer awareness to those areas, we can release and let go of that tension. Paying attention to those areas of tenseness, it sends a signal to our mind that we should be right here and right now. It starts to open up to that feeling of safety and staying soft and to let you know that you in this moment are strong and stable and you are responsive to whatever comes your way. And you learn that through that expansiveness, that vulnerability, that openingness in that tension, that expansiveness that we feel. The more familiar that we become of where we're holding on tension and releasing tension more frequently rather than letting it all pile up like right now it's stockpiled up and we're trying to like shift through years and years and years of this baggage and this tension, we can move it out and when we move it out, then when we do like a more preventative practice and that's where meditation and mindful breathing, checking in every single day, your mood, your energy, friction, the point of life is that we don't experience friction. It's that we're constantly lubricating, constantly refueling, constantly resetting based on what we're experiencing, based on our mood because as we know, life is uncontrollable. It is uncertain. We do not know what's going to show up outside of us. Stress is not related to circumstances outside of us. It lives within us and the circumstances outside of us is going to determine if we're going to get into that space of overwhelm. How deeply is our anxiety going to get triggered? One of the deepest things that has helped me stay grounded is doing an exercise where I put my feet flat on the ground and imagine that there's magnets. So you bring all your awareness to your soles of your feet and you take a deep breath in and and feel like the magnets from the bottom of your legs are grounding you into the earth. And you'll immediately bring grounded into your body and get out of your mind. I think right now also is a time of movement. A lot of somatic shaking and you know dance parties and you know going outside getting fresh air and just moving your body and releasing out the anxiety is really really crucial another great reset that I do is that anytime my anxiety is getting too high I will press my finger on my nose when you press your finger on your nose do it right now your awareness goes automatically to that space and then tell yourself to softly breathe in and out your breath automatically your focus completely goes onto your breathing and this is a space that you can slow your breath down start tuning in and what I do is I talk to myself I say Dejal you are safe right now Dejal be here now 
in this moment, Thajal, you are healthy. Thajal, you are safe. Talk to yourself and really help yourself. Not, you know, I am safe. Like it, there's a different energy when you say your name, like your higher self is talking to your inner child in you and your higher self is like, Thajal, you are safe. Thajal, you are calm. Your body is, knows what to do. Just have faith. You're going to be okay, Thajal. Just don't worry about it. And I easily just like relax and it's so much easier for me to feel grounded because it's like my higher self talking to my inner child. So let's just quickly go through those three steps. First is stop and take note of your emotions. And then the second step is be in your body and understand where the friction and the stress is making you feel tense. Third is to lubricate, knowing the right meditation and mindful resets. Once you know where it's feeling in your body, the book Meditation for Kids actually has exercises, not just for your kids, but for you to walk you through these steps of the tools to use, the practices to use. They, I've broken up the book into chapters based on mental stress, emotional stress, and physical stress. There's movement exercises. There's calming exercises. There's relaxing just to like ease out of the tension and the friction and reset exercises. So you know, go making sure that once you lubricate, like making sure you press your reset button. So press your nose, taking those deep inhales in and out, and then move on to different exercises so that you can truly fully move that anxious energy out of you so that you can be in a truly calm, higher state, that really deep space within you that is the wisdom of your soul, the wisdom of complete faith and trust in easefulness and expansion. Your soul is meant to be free. Your soul is free in its most natural state. So you just remember, have to remember to tap into that space. I really, really hope this will serve you well to walk through these steps of stopping and being in your body, lubricating and resetting, and just make this part of your daily routine so that anxiety does not become greater than you. And above all, make sure you have the right tools. Order my Meditation for Kids book that comes out on April 14th. I think with all the mailing issues right now, Amazon's probably the best place to get it, though it's available on Barnes and Nobles, IndieBound, Target. You can get it. Um, and Apple Books, but I think the easiest way will probably be Amazon right now and really dive into these tools because not only is there going to be residual stress and anxiety for, for you and a grown-ups, but also for kids, and I think that we really need to support each other as a family to build these practices into our daily routine. I think that's another big takeaway we're being given this time to deeply connect at a at a more spiritual connective level and we really need to build in these meditation and mindfulness practices and restorative yoga practices to help release the friction and stress on a daily basis so thank you so much for tuning in to this bonus episode and be sure if you want to learn more about this, I'm actually doing a live national book launch event online on May 9th 
And I really hope you join me because I'm going to go much deeper into these tools, uh, how to build these practices with your kids, how to know the right ways of practicing this in your life. So I'm going to just take it the next step further. So I really hope you join me. You can get tickets at meditationforkidsbook.com and part of the proceeds for this live national online book event is going to go be donated to charities to help frontline workers during this pandemic. Stay safe, stay calm, and above all, I'm here for you every step of the way. Satnam, much love to you guys. Bye.